Hello everyone, welcome to Green.io, the podcast for doers making our digital world greener, one bite at a time. I'm your host, Gail Duez, and I invite you to meet a wide range of guests working in the tech industry to help you better understand and make sense of its sustainability issues and find inspiration to positively impact our digital world. If you like the podcast, please rate it on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite platform to spread the word to more responsible technologists like you. And now, enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. In this episode, we go to Nantes, or Paris. Well, I don't know, actually. With remote work, it's sometimes hard to know where people are based. So let's say we go to France, for the sake of simplicity. Actually, it's still a quite exotic destination for a lot of our listeners. And today, I have the pleasure to speak to Lucille Vanier. Well... Where to start from with someone as active as Lucille? She's one of the strongest voices in the French IT sector for gender equality. She is also the strategy deputy director of the Institute for Sustainable IT, which is the academic body spearheading most of the research in France on digital sustainability. And she is also neck deep into green IT being the voice for digital sustainability inside the BPC Bank, the seventh largest European bank. And before that, she had an impeccable track record managing projects in big financial institutions. And actually, this is one of the reasons I wanted to have her on the show. We tend to mix a lot tech and tech. We focus a lot on the digital tech sector with shiny, pure players, companies where the product is a digital product, where the CIO is often a CTO. But the majority of people working in IT work in non-tech companies or public services, where they provide essential enablers, but not the core product or service being sold. Most of the time, they have the very same hard and soft skills that people working for a digital tech company, but they do not face the same challenges at all. In financial institutions, with all their rules, size-related issues, historical layers of complexity, are a great place to start. And Lucille is a great guest to start with. Now, full disclosure number one, I also have the pleasure to host Lucille on stage in the API Days conference. It was December 15th in Paris. She has talked in the sustainability track, which I had the pleasure to facilitate this year. And I strongly suggest you to watch the recording of a presentation. And full disclosure number two. Since I posted about my struggle not reaching gender parity in this podcast this year, but I will, it will be achieved next year, no worries, Lucille has connected me with at least a dozen of French female experts, I recall. Because my message resonated with her conviction, but also because that's the way she is, Lucille, a natural-born giver, thriving to make people collaborate and connect to Green or Tech World. So welcome, Lucille. I'm delighted to have you on the show today. Thank you, Gail. I can complete. Um, yeah, absolutely. What did I miss in your yes. bio? So um, I complete with personal story. So I don't sleep much. Um, I I like do yoga and body combat, but uh, unfortunately, I haven't done any sports for a few months due to a semi-torn anterior cruciate ligament. Ouch. Yes, yes. I like trekking, surfing, and eating good food uh, and uh, drink uh, good wine uh, with my family and my friends. Um, I like to go to the cinema, and by the way, I really recommend um, the last movie I see, movies I seen, uh, The Innocent by Louis Garel, The Little Nicholas. I I will say in English, but it's a famous uh, a sentence in the in French. What are we waiting for in order to be happy? 
Yeah. Uh, Qu'est-ce qu'on attend pour être heureux? Because it's a, <laughs> it's a friend's song. And by Amandine Fredon et Benjamin Massoubre. And uh, Goliath by Frédéric Tellier. And um, it's quite funny because uh, all the three films are French. But uh, I like a different kind of uh, movie and not only French movie. And uh, the last one isn't very happy. And it's about an investigation into pesticides. I don't know pesticides or pesticides, sorry. And uh, it is inspired by uh, Monsanto peppers and Monsanto files and uh, involving the herbicide glyphosate. I also read a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, less since I have had uh, children. Uh, before I read, uh, I read novels on the metro uh, <laughs> when I lived uh, in Paris. But uh, since uh, living in Nantes, I drive to work, and so I, I have changed the, the books for podcasts and music. That's not good for the planet, except if you drive an EV, but uh, that's yes. good for me as a podcast host. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, you are one uh, of the podcasts uh, I'm uh, listening. <laughs> and uh, now <laughs> I only read novels when I am on holiday, but uh, I read a lot of um, scientific articles while I work. Uh, that's funny because that's that's a debate among people. Like, ah, do you read like not fiction books? Um, do you know, to See, kind of cl I, I clear your mind a bit, uh, or uh, yeah, yes, or yes. <laughs> I must admit that I read less and less fiction, and I'm more and more into non-fiction book. Not necessarily uh, in the digital uh, so digital sustainability area because I need to clear my mind a bit. But yeah, I don't know history, sociology, etc. I find it harder and harder to uh, read uh, uh, non. Yeah, fiction book. Except if they're kind of like Dune, you know, like they're, 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 they're mm. fiction book, but they're like a political strategy masterpiece or something like that. Yes, yes. But I, when I was a teenager, I, I read a lot of uh, fiction and uh, and uh, anticipation fiction. and uh, But now it's more uh, novel about uh, society. Yeah. Well, me too. I must admit, me too. But how did you become interested in uh, the sustainability of our digital sector? Um, sustainability in general and, and the sustainability of uh, the our digital sector in the first place? Yes. Um, it's a very late because uh, it's uh, when I was pregnant. Uh, that was 12 years uh, ago. Uh, as a precaution for my child, I started eating organic food we're in organic crosses, and I said to myself, I must be more aware of uh, his health. And um, I felt uh, guilty about my children living in Paris with all the pollution. Um, there was uh, no garden. And furthermore, when they came back from vacation outside of Paris, within a few weeks, they lost their bright, their, uh, their clear voices again. And um, I remembered my very, very happy Sherwood playing in the forest, big garden, because my parents uh, li uh, are living in a, in a wood. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I started reading about pollution and climate change. And then uh, we decided to move to Nantes in uh, uh, 2017. I continued to educate myself uh, uh, on ecology and looking for how I could support climate change. 
uh, one day a colleague uh, asked uh, she she asked me uh, to participate in a hackathon uh, as a facilitator uh, and uh, when i discovered the the the, the theme well, it was uh, it for green i absolutely wanted to take part in it and um, to prepare myself uh, it was in november 2018 I teach myself on digital technology and the digital pollution. And um, I discovered that the digital was polluting a lot. Then, um, while digging, I read about the huge societal impact. Okay, so you've got this kind of a haha moment. You realize that, you know, sustainability, digital sustainability is an issue, which is not something that most of the people, they, they wake up... Uh, Uh, one morning and say, oh, by the way, I should investigate uh, what is the environmental footprint of our digital world. And how do you manage to connect this with uh, your job at BPCE? Because you became uh, someone very much involved in digital sustainability within the BPCE, but how did it all start? Yes. So um, uh, earlier, uh, I spoke about the hackathon. And uh, with my team, we won it uh, by offering e-green. And uh, we proposed the, um, uh, the three following tool that would inform users of uh, emails, uh, how polluting they are, a training module to raise awareness uh, of the impacts of uh, digital technology and share eco-friendly practices, and uh, individual dashboard to monitor the the reduction of uh, its own impacts. And uh, after uh, this hackathon, I thought uh, to obtain budget uh, in my company in order to implement our proposal. Um, this company, uh, it was uh, in 2018. Uh, the name was IBP. And IBP was the software edition entity of the Banque Populaire. And uh, I lead this project in conjunction with my work uh, in entrepreneurship mod model. I don't know if in English it's... Uh, yeah, entrepreneurship, uh, absolutely. Yes. So I created an uh, Outlook tool to inform users how much their emails uh, will impact in the uh, environment and how to decrease this impact. And I created uh, also a training model. And uh, at the same time, I began to communicate uh, on the company's uh, social media platform about um, digital impact. And uh, in social media like uh, LinkedIn and uh, Facebook and, uh, and uh, Twitter. And all of this, you've done it as a side job It was not yet your main mission. It was a side mission that you kind of self-allocated to yourself. Yes, because uh, I really wanted everyone understand that uh, digital, we we uh, that uh, digital is a polluting activity. Yeah, I understand. And but no one prevented you to do so. You had no red light. No. Okay. And and how did it accelerate it? So in 2019, I followed a group's uh, HR program, uh, Leadership for Women, 
and uh, this allows you to focus, uh, among other things, uh, on your professional project. So um, I have thought, uh, thought a lot about uh, what I can do about uh, sustainability in the digital sector and my job. And uh, I wanted to be the contact person for sustainability of the company. And uh, because I was so passionate about uh, this subject, I kept on speaking to my director about having a team to work on sustainability in uh, ITC. Uh, the first time he said uh, that it would never be a priority in our company. <laughs> <laughs> but I came back, I came back. And uh, in 2020, uh, after the lockdown, uh, when I questioned it again, uh, he approved for me to prepare a file. So um, I began to study the market and uh, I discovered that uh, ITCE, so it's um, the software edition entity of the Caisse d'Epargne, the mm -hmm. other um, brand of uh, our BPCE group. So the red part, because you came from the blue part and, and BPC is yes. purple, huh? Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. That. So um, ETC uh, seemed uh, to be very advanced in sustainability. And uh, I, found an, I, I found a name, Philippe de Rouette, and I tried, to, I tried to call him. As he doesn't reply, he never replied me. I wrote to him. And uh, he, he write me to contact Cécile Moget. Then I called her, and uh, what a surprise! That was my uh, a moment. Uh, <laughs> she said me, "Oh, IBP! I have been to, uh, I have been trying to contact IBP since several months." That, that's interesting because you, you, you're like when you work in such a big group. Actually, you've yes. got people working on the same topics, willing to work together, but not having a clue that actually the other exists. So that, yes, that's, that's yes, very interesting. <laughs> yes, we have a very big group. So there is a, a lot of company in my group. And um, Cécile was creating a sustainable digital team uh, with the approval of the CTO, uh, Laurent Benatar. I immediately wrote to two members of the managing board to inform them about the new team and uh, above all that uh, I, uh, I really, really would like to apply for this uh, position. And, and this team, what was the, I would say, what was the output and outcome? What did you start actually, because you were part of this team, uh, what did you start to achieve? Yes. So firstly, we launched uh, two actions. Uh, we educated ourselves by doing an uh, Online, co online course and uh, getting certified about sustainability. Our team members were people already very aware of the impacts of uh, climate change, but uh, everyone's knowledge uh, was at different levels. Uh, everyone in the team was very passionate about this uh, project. We have partnered with a consulting firm specializing in CSR, uh, to order the level of our digital sustainability. And uh, so we had an inventory of our strengths, weaknesses, and uh, areas for improvement. We didn't start from nothing because uh, er earlier I said that uh, ITC uh, was, uh, 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 they worked about uh, sustainable, uh, uh, sustainable, sustainable IT, but uh, 
there was uh, also Natixis, and uh, it was two major establishments. Uh, they, they had already started work uh, on this uh, subject. So uh, what has, was uh, surprising was that uh, even companies that did not have a dedicated business plan to sustainable IT uh, had already worked on the related topics. So on this basis, we have created um, a strategic plan. And uh, after, we worked uh, on our first output for uh, um, the employees. Uh, we we reviewed uh, the PowerPoint document template uh, to lighten it. Um, it's a shame on us, but uh, before um, the um, the weight was uh, 3.5 megabits, so it was very very enfin, too much, and uh, we went from weighing uh, it to. 500, uh, 500 kilobits. I must admit, Lucille, that when you told me that, I, I was amazed because I never considered PowerPoint template as being an issue. But obviously, when you work in such a big company with people using this template to create thousands and thousands of presentations, it makes total sense. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's thank you, Captain Obvious. But actually, I never thought about it. So thanks a lot. And I'm pretty sure that quite a lot of our listeners will have the same surprise that I did. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. And uh, we use it every day. So mm. <laughs> I, can, I can believe you. So, and um, we officially committed uh, the group by uh, signing the Sustainable Digital Charter of the INR. And INR is an institute for sustainable IT. And um, the signature was carried out in uh, October 2020 uh, under the sponsorship of the Ministry of Ecological Transition. And uh, we did a lot of uh, lobbying to sell our team and in particular to expand our team. And all this job was... Uh, inside of our job. Lucille, by expanding uh, the team, do you mean expanding in terms of headcount, uh, budget, or just uh, raising more attention and people knowing that you exist? Uh, all of that. Because, uh, <laughs> we want your attention, we want your money, and we want your people. Yes. Okay, join yes, us. Yes, all because <laughs> okay. uh, we, we hadn't money when we began. Uh, it was always... In like entrepreneur, uh, an entrepreneur project. Um, me, uh, I I was always in a fusion migration of another big project, and uh, Philip was uh, the only guy who can uh, work. Uh, he was full time uh, on this subject, but uh, it was the only only guy. And what about this strategic plan? So you wrote it, and what did it be? Come. Yes. So um, we val uh, the um, manage, uh, the, uh, the direction validate, uh, validated um, our strategy plan. That we propose it, and um, the best news of uh, our strategic plan uh, was that uh, it has been incorporated into the group's strategic plan. So it was very. Really, uh, We, we were very surprising and very happy about that. And um, our sustainable IT strategic plan is divided into two parts. 
uh, to decrease by uh, 15% uh, our IT carbon footprint by 2024 and to improve by 10% data center efficiency. And uh, we have proposed five new projects as part of the strategic plan. Our first project being uh, is uh, change the life cycle of IT device and hardware. Our goal is to lengthen the life cycle between manufacture and end of product life. Second project, uh, design a sustainability software program specifically for our projects. Third project, uh, data center management ensure the management and use of data is significantly more efficient. Uh, for project, first project, uh, raise uh, awareness and educate the staff. Uh, we are uh, 100,000 employees in the BPCE group. And uh, so it is very important to, to educate uh, every, everyone. And uh, we will communicate about the best practices and benefits related to sustainability. And the fifth uh, project, uh, creating KPIs to ensure we are constantly improving and reaching our set uh, milestones. Well, that's quite interesting that you mentioned KPI because for all these um, five projects, um, and actually you already had measurable goals when you say decreasing by 15% the IT carbon footprint, for instance. But for these five projects, how did you measure success? What, what were the expected benefits uh, of these uh, different projects? And actually, did you manage to uh, uh, finish or actually even kickstart uh, all of them? Mm, no, uh, uh, they are all in progress. Okay. And um, <laughs> uh, the first success um, was to obtain a budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we started without budget, and um, and uh, when uh, we obtained it, it was easier. So uh, now uh, now we are several people working full time in sustainability, and um, we receive uh, three uh, awards uh, in less than uh, one year. Um, in December twenty twenty one. Uh, we were laureate uh, for the Sustainable Digital Trophy uh, in the strategy of uh, organizations category uh, by uh, INR. And uh, it was under the sponsorship of uh, Cedric O. And uh, Cedric O uh, was uh, the ex-secretary of state for digital trans transition. Uh, in June 2022, we were uh, winners of the EcoCode Eco Challenge, Our Green is Your App, and uh, it was to expand SonarCube, it's uh, a quality tool uh, with uh, eco design rules. And uh, in October 2022, we were co-laureates uh, co for Goldie Standards. Uh, in the trusted uh, digitalization category, and uh, it was for the 2201 AFNOS spec about eco design of digital services. And uh, I want to say that in general, institutions and organizations that adopt a sustainability approach will benefit big, big gains. It allows efficiency gains, cost savings, energy saving 
extended lifetime of the units, and uh, it permits uh, it permits reductions reduction in staff turnover, greater customer satisfaction, increased uh, motivation, improved quality quality, and uh, enhanced the company image. So uh, there is a lot of gains. Yeah, very interesting benefits. And did you notice some of them in BPC, like the, the, the staff turnover reduced a bit, or did you see any uh, improvement in the quality of uh, the company uh, brand? Uh, yes. Uh, so I, I said that we are we we are uh, in progress, and um, uh, KPIs are not uh, the the project. The KPI project is not uh, the project where we have a lot of uh, data, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, we construct. Uh, we 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 are building uh, this this indicator, but uh, we. We can see that uh, people are very happy to to work uh, about sustainability. There is a lot of people who ask me to to work on uh, on this project. So it's a a quality KPI. And yeah, talking about people, how did you manage the human side of your project? Because you started without budget, with people having some somehow a daily job and maybe their managers would let them have some bandwidth uh, to work on digital sustainability, but that was not their main missions. So what was the relationship between the different stakeholders involved? And yeah, how did you manage to create uh, obviously a positive momentum because you've got the, the three prices uh, yeah, in less than uh, two years? So uh, I, I work well using uh, collective intelligence Uh, I think everybody, everyone has good ideas. And uh, by having discussion with different people, we can think more systemically and be more innovative. So I think soft, uh, soft skills are the most important. And to be open-minded and transparent, kind and caring to the people and their ideas, To have strong values and ethics, inclusiveness, sense of community, and to be ecologically friendly, it's really easier to use uh, this kind of uh, uh, collective intelligence. And um, ICT sustainability is a young sector, very young sector. And uh, there is currently uh, also Caroline Renault, Beardeos founder. Uh, it is a recruitment agency specializing in CSA. She said uh, there is currently a shortage of skills on the subjects of ecological and societal transition. And in BPC group, we are very lucky because uh, we have uh, experts in our team. So um, our ambition is the upskilling of each employee And uh, many people join our team with no no knowledge of uh, the subject. And but uh, the most important fact is uh, their motivation. If they want to make changes and contribute, uh, it's the most important. It's well, and uh, we consider that uh, it's our role to develop their skills. Hmm. And uh, yes, and this is why we have chosen to build uh, our team in-house. Uh, with exhausting employees. 
So that's a very important point because that that's a choice that very often big organizations they face. They don't necessarily have all the resources uh, in-house. And you made the choice to upskill employees rather than hiring mercenaries or uh, or expert companies uh, to fill the gap for several months, sometimes even several years. Why did you do that? Because uh, it's a digital transformation. So if uh, you don't uh, build, I think it's not a, a real digital transformation. You have to employees have to, to learn, have to grow up uh, about uh, the, this kind of, uh, of mind. Mm-hmm. If uh, you ask uh, uh, um, external company like a consultants, consultancy company uh, to, to drive and to do uh, your digital, tra- digital transformation, it, it can't be a success. Uh, it can't succeed because uh, uh, the need is uh, that uh, your employees uh, change uh, their mind. So um, it's uh, easier if uh, they, they, they build uh, this uh, new kind of mind. Yeah, fair point, fair point. And it was easier for us because we are very lucky to have a, a highly knowledgeable an experienced person in our team, together uh, with um, two expert companies. Uh, we don't do anything uh, alone. Uh, so the, these two companies was uh, Isia Group and uh, Ideance. We have produced uh, training modules that will support us in our training programs. And uh, we have chosen them for their values and uh, I've established a trusting relationship uh, with them. We are aware that uh, we have learned together. Hmm. And um, there are uh, a number of us from BPCE who work with uh, AFNOR. So AFNOR is the French Standards Association and uh, CIGREF the network of big French business and public administrations uh, wishing to progress in digital technology. And uh, we work with uh, ADN West, and uh, it's a, a network of uh, digital professionals from Brittany and Pays de la Loire regions. And uh, he, uh, we work with uh, INR, so the Institute for Sustainable IT. So... Both uh, upskilling employees, building in-house teams, but still uh, relying a lot on on the big networks. That makes total sense. And above this network of experts and other organizations, uh, do you use specific tools, specific norms, etc., when you, you push uh, the digital sustainability uh, topic within the BPC? Yes, yes. Uh, the foundation of uh, our work are um, GR. Uh, 4091, and uh, it's uh, the handbook for of um, sustainable uh, design of digital services published by the INR, and uh, AFNOR spec to eco design of digital services, and uh, we used uh, and are still using Mac- Microsoft O365 and uh, Teams 
a lot. We use the files, the chat, and the video conferences. And um, uh, the, for the history, our team was created during the COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic, and uh, everything was uh, created remotely between people located all over France, Paris, Orléans, Rennes, Aix-en-Provence, and Nantes. So, uh, Remote from day one. Yes. So digital tools uh, help us to, to build our team. And um, we also use the company's social network, newsletters, and existing meetings uh, because uh, we, we make a lot of internal conferences to, to explain the impact and uh, the benefits of uh, sustainable IT. So it's uh, uh, the lobbying I said before. And um, during our collaborative working group, we use Klaxoon. Uh, it is a, a startup from uh, Rennes in the west of France who um, proposed this, uh, this tool. And it is a, a suite of collab collaborative tools uh, for efficient uh, teamwork online. And uh, we are creating EcoScore to monitor whether we are sustainable by design, mm -hmm. above all to mo to monitor the progress over. Oh, so you yeah so you you build on you build your own tool on top of existing tool. That's uh, that's uh, that's very interesting. And in general, uh, knowing all this progress, and I I hope that the listeners that did not have the opportunity because I'm not going to say a chance, but to work in very big organization, I hope they really consider, that really realize the kind of amazing job that uh, your team and yourself did because you changed a lot of things within a very, very big corporation. The BPC is a very big bank. It's actually the result of a merger between two big banks with a very strong coupled culture. You've got Natixis on top of it. So That's really a nightmare, an organizational nightmare. And still you manage to connect people, you manage to launch these projects, you manage to win awards. So that's just to put things in perspective with people working who has only worked in a medium-sized company or, or startup. So what kind of advice would you give to uh, someone willing the same as you did in a significant company or very large company? Yes. Um, this, uh, my advice is not only for... Uh, big company. I think it's for all. And um, firstly, never give up, uh, particularly when you believe in something and you consider that is uh, the most important thing to do. And secondly, a lot of people ask me who can need a sustainable digital sector. Uh, is it uh, Um, this person uh, is an IT manager or a CSR manager, and uh, I think uh, no one. Uh, it it could be man uh, IT manager, it could be CSR manager, but for me, anyone can do my job. Um, if you are satisfied that uh, we have to be more sustainable, you can do my job. As uh, surprising as it may seem. Um, the BPC program der uh, director isn't from IT or CSR department. She comes from financial control. So that's, that's a very important point because what you're saying is that it's not a job, it's a role. 
and it's more yes. a question of soft skills and and being empowered enough with a strong mandate within your organization rather than having the job description okay yes yeah yes you said that the i um the most important is soft skills hmm. because it is about a transformation it also consists of a change of mentality and paradi uh, paradigm paradigm I And um, we can learn CSR and IT and sustainable IT, but uh, it's more difficult to learn the ability to explain, to display flexibility, and to negotiate with uh, diplomacy. The last advice, but uh, it's not the least, improve life duration of the device in your company, because it is the best practice. The device that pollutes the least is the one that is not manufactured. So we have, uh, we really have to, uh, to, to, to work about life duration. And there is a lot of best, uh, of, uh, best practices. Uh, you can use a protective cover against shock. Um, you can save the battery life. You prefer smaller recharges to remain between uh, 20 and uh, 80% because it's better for the battery life and uh, never expose devices to very high or very low temperatures and uh, in high humidity. And uh, if you have to change your device, prefer second hand. If you need uh, IT equ equipment, prefer by refurbished devices rather than purchasing new ones. And I can really concur because living In a tropical island, um, unfortunately, both my smartphone and my laptop, they've got very hard time when the, the weather is hot and, and um, with a lot of humidity. So that's really something that we should pay attention to. Uh, Lucille, uh, uh, to be honest, beyond BPCE, uh, you've got kind of a crazy life. You're also very active on different topics. Uh, if you had to pick one other engagement, uh, something that you're involved uh, beyond BPC, uh, what would it be? And, and could you tell our listeners a bit more about it? Mm, yes. Um, uh, I'm very lucky because uh, I really like, uh, I really love my job. And uh, I strongly recommend that people engage in association, in working groups, Whether they are no, whether they, they are novice or, or expert, expert. Uh, because um, I said before, but collective intelligence and the various discussions allow everyone to move forward and uh, to build a common base for a more ethical and sustainable digital world. I am very active um, in three associations, INR, and uh, I am in strategy direction to rethink digital technologies, to promote sustainable tech and to produce useful tools for everyone. I think INR can play a sitting role and act uh, as a lobbyist in France and uh, in Europe and uh, maybe uh, more. And ADN uh, West, I, I am in the sustainable IT community to increase uh, Awareness regarding regarding good practices, and uh, I am in the famous, it's um, feminist associations, uh, because I'm feminist since uh, 2015, 
before I wasn't. And um, in 2015, I followed an HR program, a company talented woman. And uh, when my manager suggested me this program, I was very dis disappointed. And uh, I asked him, uh, why not uh, accompany talented people only? And uh, he said to me, it was a really, really good program. So I accept. And uh, I was uh, very happy. It was a good program because uh, it permitted me to realize gender inequalities and bias, and uh, bias in societies, uh, a lot of stereotypes. And uh, I really want that everyone can know that. And can I interrupt you here? Because do you see, um, I'm wondering, do you see, you're super active in, in this uh, uh, gender gap, um, in, in this, this issue of uh, lack of parity in, this, uh, in, in the IT sector. Do you see some kind of link between Uh, sustainability and um, uh, gender inequality? Yes. Yes. Because um, if you read uh, uh, the study of uh, IPCC, uh, the Intergovernmental Panel of Climate Change, uh, it is evident that people who are already most vulnerable and marginalized uh, will also experience the greatest impacts. Uh, And the United Nations uh, said women, women are increasingly being seen as more vulnerable than men to the impacts of climate change, mainly because they represent the majority of the world's poor, poor and, um, and um, uh, the, the difference between men and women can also be seen in their differential roles, responsibilities, uh, decision-making access to land and natural resources and uh, the uh, access to opportunities and needs. And uh, so I, I really think we, we, we have to work about uh, uh, inequalities, gender inequalities and uh, climate change. There, there is a lot of tradition. And in tech, in most specifics, that, that, that's 100% uh, true, at least backed up by many, many, many studies. And in tech, and regarding digital sustainability, do you, do you see a link as well? Yes, yes. In general, uh, I don't know if uh, you, you see, um, but uh, in September uh, this year, uh, the, um, there is a... The new Imagrin and Cantar Barometer, published in uh, September 2022, in private companies with uh, 100 or more employees, uh, 39% of employees feel a difference between their convictions on socio-ecological issues and the jobs they do and the activities of their company. And more and more people want to have meaningful work. So... I think companies and government uh, will have no choice now, but uh, they have to adopt uh, this way of thinking. And I'm really sure that uh, digital sustainability can attract uh, skills into an organization and uh, keep them. We can see that mentality is now changing. There is more and more criticism of uh, our consuming society and um, studies 
have confirmed that um, uh, dynamic is led mostly by human and the more educated people. So, unfortunately, the digital industry has only uh, 15% of human in technical and in engineering profiles. And um, already relative, uh, relatively absent, um, many won't stay uh, because um, I don't know if you, if you know, but um, one in two women leaves the tech after eight years of work. And uh, there, there are various uh, reasons, uh, glass selling, negative balance uh, between uh, professional and private life, uh, toxicity, abuse, and uh, pro culture, and uh, unequal pay. And uh, I really think that uh, gender equality in tech and digital sector is a very big challenge. And I'm sure digital sustainability can serve to attract women and to retain them. So um, earlier I spoke about women who are victims of climate change, but I think we can also be seen as active and effective agents and promoters of adaptation and mitigation. And uh, I'm very proud because in BPC Group, our sustainable digital management team is um, primarily composed of uh, women. We are six women out of eight, so it means 75% are, are women, and it's quite rare. Yeah, it, it is. And, and truth is, it's not that rare in the sustainability field, in CSR, etc., etc. I tend to meet more women than men. So that's a good news because it can offset a bit, as you say, the, the um, imbalance between uh, that gender imbalance that you have in the tech sector. That's taking a, a, an even further step back um and and talking more about the evolution of digital sustainability in general uh what is the, the trend that you witnessed uh, recently and and could you share with us if you you rather positive or negative uh regarding uh yeah greening even if i i know that you don't really like this word but greening our digital word or uh reducing the environmental footprint of the ICT sector to be more precise hmm? i'm optimistic because i'm I think that uh, if we explain all of this uh, negative uh, negative impacts, um, people can change because um, we don't think about that. We we only see uh, the good, the positive impact of uh, the digital tools, uh, but we have to think that uh, there are tools only, and uh, we can choose. Uh, what kind of world we want uh, thanks this tool. And um, I really think uh, we live in a, a time of big change. And um, it could be very stressful because of uh, disastrous effect I said before. But at uh, the same time, I think it is very exciting and interesting. Uh, we must we have to build a new world. We have to rethink our lifestyles, our infrastructures, our ways of thinking, because we have to be more ethical, more equity, more inclusive, and more aware. If you had to pick only two references, whether it's a book, a podcast, a study, etc., that you would like to share with the listeners in English, 
what would it be? And I have to tell my listeners first that when we prepared this episode, Lucille gave me one of the most comprehensive list of resources I've ever seen. Most of them are in French, so I will put all of them in the show notes. The episode notes will be uh, pretty uh, full this time. Actually, it is filled quite a lot uh, for each episode, but this time it's it's pretty uh, uh, crazy. But what would be the, your, your top two? I really recommend the Digital College or the Digital Fresco uh, because uh, it's a very, very amazing tool to understand uh, the impact. And um, I recommend a sustainable IT MOOC by uh, INR. Uh, they are in English and in French. And um, I recommend uh, the different tools proposed by INR in English. There is My Impact, Sustainable IT Services Design Handbook, and uh, the Directory of Sustainable IT Experts. Uh, there is a, a list uh, of English tools uh, They are available on the website. And I recommend to see The Social Dilemma. It's a documentary investigation um, about uh, social media. And uh, it shows how social media is designed, regulated, and used. Um, and uh, so they, 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 they could uh, uh, impact individual and uh, collective uh, uh, consequences and uh, and its uh, growing dependence. And so I, I uh, this uh, movie, uh, this uh, investigation uh, is good because it's not about uh, environmental impact, but the social impact. Okay, thanks a lot for all those references, the, your top three, and actually all the others that I will put in the show notes. Thanks a lot. I hope that um, a lot of listeners, especially those working in, in big organizations, they will uh, find inspiration following your example. You're pretty easy to reach via LinkedIn. So I guess if someone wants, they want to share tips, especially a woman uh, willing to uh, get empowered a bit, um, your, your door will be open. Am I right? Yes, yes. <laughs> I've already noticed it. So that, that was a very safe bait. So thanks a lot, Lucille, for being on the show. That was uh, super enlightening, uh, kind of a time travel a bit for me when I used to work uh, with, not in, but with uh, big banks and big corporations. So I really appreciate all the job that you've done <laughs> in BPC and beyond. So thanks a lot. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. And um, that's it. Thank you, Gail. Thank you.